When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, all right. You're listening to K-Hits 92.5. This is Super Mario heading down and bringing it down on this cool, glorious weekend. Just surfing the waves and smoking the breeze. Oh, yeah. We got a phone call right now on a request line. Caller number 17. Welcome to K-Hits 92.5. Oh, I about those pretty feet, my homie. How's it going out there in Radioville, is it? Hey, man, my homies ain't going to believe I'm talking to you on the radio. Uh, can you do me a solid, local? Oh, that's what we're here for, taking your requests. And because you're lucky caller 17, I am oh, yeah. going to give you a trivia question. A but go ahead. Number, eh? <laughs> anyway, I wanted to know if I could uh, throw a shout out to a couple of people and dedicate a, a, a pretty badass tune. Eh? Uh, Dedications is where we're at. Uh, who do you want to send a dedication to? I want to throw a shout out to uh, my old lady who waited uh, six years for me eh, to get out of Junte. You know, I did a strong one back in the day before I found Jesus. And, you know, now I got a real good job. I'm a supervisor at a warehouse. Eh? I'm clean and sober. Eh? I, I like to uh, work out a lot. Anyway, and I want to give uh, a couple of birthday shout outs uh, to my homeboys. They're twins eh, from the Lario. Gibby and Gabby, that's what we call them on the Lario. It's really Gilbert and Pepe, orale, vatos. Happy birthday. I want to send a, a shout out to everybody out there that loves metal. And uh, hey, Super Mario, I want you to play something from Metallica. It's eh? the Four Horsemen. It's, uh-huh. That's solid shit, eh? Well, I think we can accommodate that. But first, under the condition that you get this following question right from our trivia here at KHITS 92.5. Here's the trivia for tonight. You get this right. We'll be sending that dedication. Uh, to all your homies and, and going wait to be minute, playing hey, wait the minute. Four Horsemen. Just to get my song in, I, I, I don't get a prize? Well, you're going to get a prize too, but in addition to, you're, oh, you're what asking a little bit too many questions, and I, I may change my mind, but anyway, here we go. I represented <laughs> myself in court, homie. That's why I didn't do that long. All right. In 1981, what is the most popular Cholo vehicle? Is it A? The 1981 Monte Carlo, is it B, the Buick Regal, or is it three, the Oldsmobile Cutlass Supreme? From uh, my familia's heart, my blood, I say we have to go with the Oldsmobile. I mean, there's nothing like rolling down with your boulevard, is there any freaking boulevard, I say, in the Olds, I mean, you know what I mean? That's strong. You have got it 100% accurate. You've got it right. And as a prize for you getting that in that question, right, we're not only going to throw you that shout out to your homies and going to play the Four Horsemen by Metallica, but we're also going to give you, how about this? How about we just give you tickets to the Santa Fe Spring Swap Meet? You go ahead and have a ball whoever's playing that day. All right. How many tickets do I get, Doug? You get two. All right. Well, sideways, enjoy your time, your good time with your homies. And here's the Four Horsemen. On K-Hits, 92.5. Let's go back, Mr. Sideways. 
Hey, you're kicking ass with Super Mario right here at KS925, where you get the 80s vibe alive because you're always back to the 80s. to the 80s radio this is Toscano from Toscano and Chang bringing you the nostalgia from those memories that we had forgot we had and we're introducing the 80s to a whole new generation today we're going to leave behind the hate that's right and bring you the 80s hit songs and bands and performers that just didn't get quite enough airplay on the radio thanks for being with us on another Friday my favorite day of the week that's right Friday help us welcoming a man today that spends most of his free time as a talent scout for future 80s cover bands. He was once seen back in the 80s dressed as a mime, mimicking Elton John dressed as a peacock. We here at Back to the 80s know him as the wondrous and infamous Chang. Calling all cars, calling in the cows, calling all the Changsters, gangsters, and the Tusky Toscano fans and fanettes. Welcome back to Back to the 80s Radio. I want to personally thank all of you that follow us on social media, Facebook, especially Hundo, keep those thumbs up, thumbs down, and anything you have to say coming. We love it. And remember, share the show because there's more to the show than two jackasses. Tusky, how are you doing this Friday? I'm hanging in there, man. Loving today. Loving the new year and just uh, loving the ability and the possibilities to to spend some time behind the mic doing the show. Thanks for listening from around the world. You are all amazing, and we can't wait to one day say hello in person. Ah, Toscano, I tell you, it's enlightening today because we're freeing ourselves from the hate. The hate was getting, I mean, it was getting out of out of whack. Oh, no, it was getting ridiculous for us. I, I started... Uh, uh, you know, spreading hate through the pores of my of my arms every day, even at home. I'm just hating on everything. I found myself driving through the mountains on my way to work where I reside here in the hills of Sasquatch. <laughs> and I would cuss <laughs> at random trees. That's how much hate I had. Damn you, pine tree, for looking so good and smelling so good in your pollen, clogging my nostrils. Damn you, mahogany, for going all over and looking so strong. Real quick, today, Friday, exactly in 1980, on this Friday, two things very important happened. Uh, One is for the country of Iran. They participated in the nation's first presidential election. And then here in the United States at exactly 11 in the evening Eastern time, BET, that's Black Entertainment Television, began telecasting as the first cable channel aimed at African-American audiences. So 
Uh, two important events, 1980 on today, Friday. Stick around because we are on our way back to the 80s. Hey, check out these stars in their first major movie. Sheila E., Run DMC, The Fat Boys, Curtis Blow, and a special performance by New Edition in Crush Groove. It's a film about dreams, desires, and the determination to make it to the top. Crush Groove, written by Ralph Farquhar, directed by Michael Schultz. Rated R, under 17, not admitted without parents. Opens tomorrow, National Westwood Man's Chinese Hollywood, and at theaters and drive-ins near you from Warner Brothers. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm Shadow Stevens, and you must listen to Back to the 80s Radio. It's the law. Welcome back to Back to the 80s Radio, hosted by the... Scano and Chang dynamic duo. You know, it's a, it's going to be a great show. We've had a lot of fun doing the hate shows and stuff like that. We're going to be discussing some of those songs, some of the bands, some of those performers that really didn't get enough airtime. Okay, it could be whoever you want, but just start to think about those bands or those songs that just really didn't get enough airtime. Perhaps it was a song that whenever it would come out, you'd go, oh my gosh, there's a song, I, I missed the name of it. And you didn't hear it again for a long time. So, Cheng, why don't you go first? Tusky Toscano, all my brothers and sisters out there with your radio ears on, I'm going to give you a band, an artist, a band, that I think was underplayed and didn't get the proper respect that this band should have in the 80s, but yet, they are that band Toscano mentioned. You hear them on the radio and you're like, oh, hell yes. Or maybe you hear them on another car going by and you go, oh, hell yes. My band for you, boys and girls, is Mega Death. Yes, Mega Death is world renowned. Dave Mustaine is a fireball, that red-headed beast. Megadeth is what happens when alcohol and egos get the best of you and you are asked to part ways with Metallica. Now, Dave Mustaine is always under thumb of the hand that is called Metallica. Metallica was everywhere. Megadeth was here and there. Even when they announced their own tours for their own badass albums, ah, oh, peace sells. Very political all the way around. Very intelligent. Very precise with their music, but always under thumb. Therefore, I think they didn't get the recognition or the airplay that they deserved. Now, Megadeth was one of those bands that I used to see on on uh, Teenagers T-shirts a lot. And I wasn't, back in the 80s, I wasn't quite familiar with their music. Maybe a song or two once in a while if I would listen to, for example, KNAC back in the day. That was uh, 105.5 FM here in Southern California. What were some of the other radio stations that you know played them or maybe played them once in a while and they should have played them more? I'd have to go all the way back to the mighty Met KMET 94.7 in Southern California. I think they were the kings of rock and roll radio uh, in the 70s. And of course, through the 80s, you had KLOS, 
95 and a half, not 95.5. KLOS used to be a badass station that played rock and roll, but yet they also uh, had segments uh, of, of individual jocks that had their own show where they presented metal for the forefront. And that would be the first places I heard Megadeth, Metallica, Judas Priest, Maiden, uh, besides getting my hands on it, uh, you know, when it was posted up uh, in a mag, especially one of the metal mags, they would tell you who the bands were. You can go to your local uh, mom and pop record shop and get a little 45 and a taste of a lot of British bands, you know, and then the upcoming L.A. metal bands. So that's where I first heard them. Then you heard them like on pirate radio uh through Southern California, I would say even in Northern California, they were on FM terrestrial radio station, but yet it was usually maybe one or two songs and that would be it if they even played it or it would be on a special segment or maybe later at night. Uh, so I always thought, you know what, Megadeth should be in the forefront. There's no reason why we cannot hear Megadeth tunes at the same uh, amount uh, in singles or album sides as we do Metallica or any other metal band. That would be my pick right there. My number one underrated, unappreciated. There's no reason why they shouldn't be heard just as much as any other of the bands. Now, the band that I have uh, to present to you guys as my very first one is a band that most of you, if not the majority or all of you are not going to know. It's a band that started in the 80s. The former member of the Memphis teen group, The Kids, opening up for Eddie Money and only had a three-year run. This band was started by Brian Curtis, who moved to Hollywood. And it's a band called Bad Attitude. And Bad Attitude, I mean, Brian had, he was a student of the famed Los Angeles Recording Workshop back in 1988, a school for recording artists, engineers, and things like that. His professionalism and potential. I mean, you're going to be able to hear it in, in just a little bit. And they released one single album with around 20 songs, 21 songs. The album entitled itself was also Bad Attitude. But Bad Attitude was a band that they should have done a lot more. Today, even Brian is touring and, you know, singing his Bad Attitude song. So uh, a big shout out, by the way, to Brian Curtis. We've had him here on the show as well. So I, that was my pick for the very first band that I'm bringing up. Ah, okay. Now the ball is in my court, or are we playing chess? Ah, uh, let's do a little bit of chess. Hmm. Is a band that maybe you personally don't care for. And I'm talking about the one and only Gary Moore former guitar player of Thin Lizzy, blues master, Gary Moore. Are you talking about him just as an artist individually or the, with the entire band, Thin Lizzy? Solo artist. Oh, as a solo artist. Any, any song in particular that you know that, you know that should have been on the air? In the Fields comes to mind. It's a collaboration he did with the late, great Phil Annette former bass player of Thin Lizzy who passed away from complications due to pneumonia. 
great band. Gary Moore, great in his own uh, right. We lost him uh, a few years back. Now, I have to ask you, Tusty, who would be another artist that you feel got jacked because they did not fit the criteria of terrestrial radio during the 80s? Who got boned and disowned? I got to go with an artist that I personally didn't hear as much. You may have. Now, granted, this is a very, very well-known artist, but he didn't get as much airplay as, Mm. you know, uh, as any of his other contemporaries that got huge, huge airplay, at least not with his song. And this song is written and performed by American rock singer and guitarist Billy Squire. He is a very well-known artist, but usually... You know, you wouldn't see his singles release uh, very often. And, uh, you know, he did reach like 28 on Billboard's Hot Mainstream Rock Tracks in 81. That's pretty much it. He uh, he wasn't heard as much here in the United States. And this following song, as we kick off a rock block of four songs in a row, don't go anywhere because when we come back, there's more of Toscano and Chang.
when the economy was good and the metal was heavy, man. Back to the 80s.
Oh, back to the 80s radio, playing all the music you like here on K-Hits 92.5. You heard Bad Attitude with What About You, Girl, followed by Megadeth, Peace Sells, Gary Moore in the fields, and lastly, the one and only Billy Squire with Lonely Is the Night. And I truly, Cheng, I really do. I mean, if you just joined us, we had an incredible rock block of songs, two each. But I really don't understand, Chang, why Billy Squire kind of fell out here in radio and didn't get enough uh, airplay. Really? Yeah. Hmm, now, Billy Squire's career blasted off with MTV, correct? Right, I right. Think, he even went I multi-platinum. Think, I think Billy was a bad kid and went a little awry when he did that video where he was wearing a Madonna pink mesh looking <laughs> blouse with tight white uh, sailor pants rolled up like Gilligan. Right. And he rolled around on the floor like a soft porn actress, maybe in uh. flashback. I think maybe that was the point where people didn't know what he was doing. Yeah. yeah. And if he would have maybe came out of the closet, it would have been cool. If he would have <laughs> said he was fucked up, it would have been cool. You know what? That 1981 album, Don't Say No, where this song was the very first track on side two. Well, you know what? I'll give you one band for why they made him go away. Jay Giles band. There, that's it. Or was it that you were jealous? Huey Lewis and the News. Bye, Billy. Bye. Go roll around over there in your mesh top. Okay. All right. Next. If you just joined us here on Back to the 80s Radio, we are talking about the bands, the performers, and artists that didn't quite get the airplay that they should have had, in our minds at least. And uh, we just came back from a four-song set, a rock block of incredible 80s music. And now the party must go on. So, mm. Chang, let's continue with this uh, hoopla that we are throwing of 80s music and oh. artists. Here's an artist that I do not think got enough airplay and was brought up to the forefront. George Benson. Oh, the jazz man himself. Oh, yes. 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 Uh, vaguely do I recall some of the more easy listening FM terrestrial radio stations that I did listen to in Southern California. Uh, didn't play a lot of George Benson, although there was one station that came in from a Long Beach University, the school there, and you could get a blues station on Saturday and Sundays. And I mean, that's where you could get some good George Benson. But as the airplay that was the pop, yeah. not too much Benson. And uh, that to me was, wow, nobody even knew who George Benson was unless you experienced George Benson. Now, I did check out George Benson uh, in a gig in Los Angeles. And I recall my mom going out and buying his album at that time, Weekend in yeah. L.A. And man, we used to crank that entire live album. As a matter of fact, it's a good pick that I love to crank on while I'm at work, uh, hunting Sasquatch, uh, chasing Mrs. Chang around the house. <laughs> you know, we don't want to know. Like we don't want to know. No, no. <laughs> 
Well, George Benson, you can't go wrong with George Benson as you cannot go wrong with my following pick Chang because, well, I can't go wrong. You can, and I'm pretty sure that you'll never listen to this. However, I can tell you that this is one of the forgotten songs of the 80s. And just like many of the songs that are coming back, this is one of them. But back in the 80s, it just didn't get enough airplay. And this is from a band that is still playing today, still rocking nightclubs. And it's a, a band with incredible musicians. I could say legendary jazz musicians. This is none other than the band Level 42, which is a British band that came in in 1985. I mean, it was played in some of the pop uh, stations like uh, Kiss FM once in a while. Even Power 106 would once in a while play them in particular, one of these, one of their songs, something about you, because it was, it had a very catchy beat, and a lot of people like to dance to it. But this is one of those songs that you could say definitely was, uh, it didn't get the airplay that it definitely deserved. Okay, that was a, a very good pick on on your behalf. Excuse me for a loop. <laughs> I didn't. <laughs> Whatever, just, just say the truth. You, you hate interesting them. Interesting pick. Wait, this is not the hate show. We you have to hate leave them. the hate can, can you, Ladies and gentlemen that are listening to Back to the 80s right now, but Here can you go. listen? Can Here you listen to Chang right now? The expensive the bourbon is, in his is voice. speaking, ladies and gentlemen. <sighs> Trying to cloud your minds with me being the infiltrator. Of Gosh. <sighs> All right. All right. I'm not going to say hate. I'm just going to say, you know, judge for yourself. Please. Listen to the I tone of Chang's voice. One day. Not you. Everybody listening to you. Mm. Hello, my friends. I Hello. apologize. It's nothing personal if I don't no. like a band that you and my partner, of Toscano, course. appreciate. Nothing to do else. with if I met you in a dark alley, what I would think. <laughs> now, if I heard this song coming off your body, right. I may just chuckle on the way. Let's take a quick break. When we come back, we've got more madness. Of Toscano and Chang. Don't go away, because you're going to enjoy what's coming up next. He, he, he was a Coke. She was a Pepsi. Together, they were a Coke and a Pepsi. It's the story of a much older, older Pepsi and a much younger Coke. She offered him a thrill. He went along for the ride until one day... Jeal 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 jealousy took over. Pepsi found out her friends liked the new Coke for his better taste. And that's when they fell out. Well, uh, that's when Pepsi fell out. This is Mac, 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 Max Edrum. Catch the wave. Coke. If they were a laxative, they'd be so powerful you could stand on your head and shit on the ceiling. That position would not only be unavailing, but also undignified. And now, back to the 80s with Toscano and Chang. Welcome back to Back to the 80s Radio with Toscano and Chang are at your service right here today it's not a two five where we keep the 80s vibe alive now toscano i am going to give you an artist that i think was not given the proper airplay aldo nova the canadian was never given the opportunity on the airways to play more of his album tracks except the number one one hit wonder life is just a fantasy, which is a slap in the face. Life is just a fantasy. His fantasy was to get famous as a 
rock musician, have his music blown across everyone's ears and know him by his songs. People could connect with it, but no, underplayed. Why? Because that one lame video where he was spinning around, he was laying on the floor in that kind of glittery, gay-looking Elvis uh, aerobic outfit and lip-singing. Come on, give the guy a live stage. Why not? There was so many artists that came out and performed live and got somewhere. Aldo was live. You're talking about the album named after him, Aldo Nova, from 1982. You know, it reached number eight. So it wasn't bad. He didn't do bad with it. Uh, he was even on on a top 40 hit in America and stuff like that. But he had another song on that same album that had that was just as I would well, just as good. Maybe uh, you mentioned fantasy. I'm talking about the other song called Fooling Yourself. I, I like the guy, especially because he came from Italian immigrant parents. Oh, here we are. That's it. I knew. That's why I brought it up, though. <laughs> I love to do that. Yeah, mm. yeah. His real name, for those of you who are interested, was Aldo Caporuccio. That would have been a better rock star name. People, he would have feared people to like him. And he had to go after a car, Nova. Yeah, which means doesn't which run in, in Spanish. Espanol means yeah. Yeah, pretty much. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> All right, my uh. friends. Uh, well, ladies and gentlemen, what is a song that you can think of that didn't get enough airplay as you would have wanted back in the 1980s? Go ahead and let us know through our Facebook page. Send us a message, and, and hopefully we can get to it and read it here on the air. Are you ready for my next song from an oh, artist? Yes. I am From an ready. artist that no doubt you are going to love. And uh, this is a song from the album I Can Dream About You with none other than Dan Hartman. Now, it did reach number six on the Billboard Top 100, but it did not get enough airplay. This song first appeared on Streets of Fire. Remember, Streets of Fire was a movie, and it was performed by a fictional group of, a fictional rock, a band called the Sorrells. The real voice behind the group was uh, Winston Ford, but Hartman's version was the one used on the soundtrack of the album. And released as a single. So I thought that was a pretty interesting fact. Um, yeah, Dan Hartman, another one of the 80s forgotten songs that just didn't get enough airplay. I Can Dream About You. Mm, yeah, I remember that song. Hated it. Of course you did. Of course. <laughs> why, why? Nothing surprises me anymore. <sighs> Oh, I just had to say it. You know what would surprise me? It was it, it was like I couldn't breathe till I said it. You know what would surprise me if I said the name of somebody in, in that I really liked? And then you, you go, you know what? That's one of the greatest performers ever from the 80s. That would surprise me. Well, okay, then put that on your birthday wish I'll keep list. wishing. And I'll, I'll do my research. <laughs> Hey, by the way, you know that everybody is witness who has heard the show from the past mm -hmm. eight shows that you needed to hear The Cure, The Cure album that I told you about. And I was going to ask you about that album. So I'm going to give you, I'm going to get, I know that you were sick, you know, I'm going to give you that as an excuse. But next week, I'm going to ask you 
if you've heard. You know what? As a matter of fact, I think that's why you got better because you've been listening to the Cure album. That's why I got sick. No. I, <laughs> <laughs> I got so emotionally weak Whatever. that COVID came Whatever. in and boned me in the butt. Whatever. All right. Continue, my friend. Now, my pick for an artist that I thought was great and I seen four times live and is referred to as another coming of Jimi Hendrix. Eric Clapton himself said that this individual was the greatest guitar player he has ever witnessed since Jimi Hendrix. I'm talking about Austin's son, the one and only Mr. Blues, sharp dressing, feather hat wearing, guitar slinging wizard, the late great Stevie Ray Vaughn. What a guitarist. I was very fortunate to witness Ray Vaughn four times. Did you really? You saw him four times? Oh, yeah. Do you remember the venues? Uh, I seen him at the Greek, the Hollywood Bowl, and I seen him at the uh, sports arena. It was awesome. Dude. Yeah, I, I saw him play with the late, great Jeff Beck, who we just lost recently, uh, with Robert Cray. I seen him play with Clapton. I seen him play with B.B. Uh, King. Jeff Healy, everybody that has passed except for Eric Clapton. I mean, it was, it was like to me watching a Hendrix. Uh, the the only other guitar player I ever witnessed that blew my mind would be Robin Trower. Totally blew my mind. Took me back to Hendrix. Just blues. I could feel that energy, that music, that passion. I could feel those emotions and and their lyrics through my body like they were speaking for me that's what a, a blues guitarist will do to you that's what ray vaughn did to me and so many other people i'm bewildered why his music was not blasted across the airwaves everywhere but texas if you know what i'm saying absolutely and now ladies and gentlemen for my group or my band of the of the bands that i wish would have uh, play, been played a little bit more because this following album was written in 1989 and it made its debut not until January the 1st, but this whole album was recorded in 1989. And I'm going to take you out with this song and other songs that we just talked about. And this is from the American super group, The Damn Yankees, from their self-titled debut album. And here's a power ballad their most successful single in terms of chart position and sales on the Billboard Hot 100. This is the damn Yankees with High Enough on the one and only Back to the 80s radio. Close the door I just made one mistake I didn't 
That's how it's happened, living life by the drop Up and down that road and I won't out shoes Talking about good things and singing the blues You went your way and I stayed behind We both knew it was just a matter of time Welcome back to Back to the 80s Radio Chang here of Toscano and Chang. And we have just played another solid set of rock and roll. And that was the late, great Stevie Ray Vaughan. Uh, I brought him to the attention. That was Life by the, by the Drop, Toscano. That song reminds me of uh, my buddy uh, that passed away in 1987, who I saw Ray Vaughan with twice before my good friend passed away at the age of 19. So uh, Stevie Ray Vaughan uh, represents uh, the memory of my buddy that I lost at the very ripe age of 19 years old. So that song goes out to the heavens. Ramey, what's up, brother? I will never forget you. Great song, great talent. And uh, I brought us everybody a song from the damn Yankees with a song called <laughs> mm, <laughs> song called High Enough that according to songwriter and co-lead vocalist Jack Blades, it was about how you love someone so much. You just don't want to scare them away. And it's like, do I take the next step? And she freaks out when you say you love them. It was a song about getting scared or freaking out when you say you love them. And, and it was about forgetting the past and taking people high enough to fly over and do things in a way to say to somebody that you love them. That was beautiful, the way that you broke that song down and, and the ironic thing. That's how most people feel about Ted Nugent opening his mouth and showing the world that he's a bigot. <laughs> kind of afraid. Okay. All right. I'm sorry. This is the one and only Back to the 80s Radio. And if you get a chance, go on over to any of the platforms where you listen to this radio show and leave us a review, give us a rating. We would really, really appreciate it. We love every single one of you. And if you give us a thumbs up or a thumbs down, we still love you. Keep those thumbs down coming, though. We love those just the same. We love them just the same. I enjoy the hate. Ah, keeps me alive. It does. A little bit of energy rushes through your body when you see somebody is unhappy with you. Yeah, yeah. I love Except them. Except when you're married. Except for when you're married. 
What is your next performer that you think could have had more airplay back in the 1980s? This band, I firmly believe, was well-known. I seen them at the Oz Festival. It is a three-piece band of rockers straight out of Canada. And I am talking about the group Triumph. Oh, I know Triumph very well. I thought that they should have had more airplay on more of their songs from their albums that they did. Well, I mean, what are you going to say? This is a band that was from the 70s. Matter of fact, born 1975. So, But they, they did not reach a peak until the 80s. Right. Uh, they had around 16 albums. They received what, 18 gold and nine platinum awards in Canada and in the U.S.? I mean, nominated for Juno Awards, Group of the Year in 79, 85, 86, and 87. They were inducted into the Canadian Music Industry Hall of Fame in 2007. So they're, they're you know, they're a pretty well-known band, but yeah. So maybe... In the States, they weren't same as Queen. Right. Similar to Queen. Right. It's funny because sometimes these bands, what makes them more famous years after they're not even bands anymore or after the majority of their members died is probably because of a movie, probably because they play their, their song at sporting events and things like that. So it's pretty tragic. Mm -hmm. You know, on that same note of, of tragedies, because these are tragedies not to recognize these bands and give them the proper credit. I mean, I'm thankful for the fact that uh, the younger generation can hear now these bands that are introduced through movies and, and even video games. And the younger generation is getting to know them. But it, it, it makes me sad for the band themselves that when they were alive and they, when they were strong, they just didn't get the recognition on radio airplay that they, that they deserved, you know? Oh, yeah. I agree with you. And I think... Uh, part of the reason why a lot of the past music is not as enjoyed with the younger generation nowadays, I believe because in some instances, parents didn't play great music in front of their children when they were growing up. And I really exactly. believe in the theory that when you play music for an unborn child, the child's mood changes a kind of spiritual comes out in the child. That's what I think I've, I've heard that from other people. I feel that way because my mom would stand by one of those big consoles in the late sixties and play everything from Hendrix to uh, the Beatles to Joplin when I was a baby. So when I came out, I've always been told by family members the only thing that would mellow me out was music of that content. So I think sometimes we as parents don't enlighten our children with certain music. And it's hard now because kids are into their own thing, their own uh, earbuds, their own devices. But as parents, again, you break it down, put the device away, enjoy something together as a family whether it be watching visually or theater of the mind. A lot of the parents didn't introduce them to the music and we, you know, uh, the ball is dropped because then that doesn't continue into future generations. Uh, I think a lot about my two sons and how they were introduced to 
60s, 50s, 60s, 70s, and 80s music here at home. And, and they're always, I mean, they're always telling me, you know what, we're, we're like the only people amongst the circle of friends, you know, maybe there's another two or three people, but amongst the circle of friends, we're like one of the only people that know music and and their, their professors are shocked when they mention that they know the music that the professors know. They just say it's just out of the norm. So, yeah, I totally agree with you, man. We're drop, dropping the ball. I bet you grew up with a lot of music in your household. I know I grew up with 90% music in my household with both my parents. Uh, me and my wife, we brought up our four girls with nothing but music. So our girls' music uh, catalog ranges, you know, from... I mean, from the 50s, you know, the 40s, you know, through, you know, disco, dance, uh, rap, of course. They're, you know, they're in their uh, upper 30s now. The youngest, 28. But they all have that vibe of music, you know, from the past. So they appreciate it. So a lot of the artists that they like are very similar to sounds or artists that we would encourage them to listen to that we grew up with. I mean, I could go on of so many artists in uh, soul, uh, real, uh, you know, real rhythm and soul uh, artists that kick ass now in comparison to some of the badasses, you know, of, of our past. That's a whole entire different show that I could bring that whole uh, can of clay out and mold with you well i gotta tell you i'm gonna introduce to everybody a singer that the majority of people are not uh familiar with and that is uh, a performer who went on to play with kiss for a few years and song wrote many well he wrote many of the songs that that won kiss accolades and that is none other than vinnie john cusano and I'm referring to Vinnie Vincent. Vinnie Vincent. Correct. Uh, also known as the, the Unka Warrior. You know, the guy's 70 years old, still rocking out, meddling out. He loved to wear that makeup, I got to tell you. <laughs> he loved to wear that makeup. But makeup aside, I'm going to tell you something, brother. This is one bad musician, songwriter. He was brought in as the replacement for Ace Freely, the guitarist for Kiss. You know, and he, he meshed pretty well with Gene Simmons and Paul Stanley and until, you know, who knows what happened afterwards. Um, you guys can, can hear it from himself. He, he talks about his stay with Kiss. But I can tell you that uh, some of his music on his Vinnie Vincent album, on the Vinnie Vincent Invasion album, here is the one and only Vinnie Vincent with Love Kills on the one and only Back to the 80s Radio. Gene Simmons sucks. So long since I've waited to live again. You brought my world to an end. Love takes its victim and leaves its remains. My broken heart 
Welcome back to Back to the 80s Radio Chang here. That was Love Kills by Vinnie Vincent, the ugly. <laughs> I, oh, didn't, man. I didn't you like think that? you were going to mention that because I wasn't. I, I tried to skip away from it. It's hard, it's hard not to admit that. You bringing know? in with, it's hard to. Yeah, it's hard to. But I had to do it. It had to be done. We are talking about the bands, performers, artists, and songs that didn't get enough airplay, according to us, back in the 1980s. And we have mentioned a plethora. Would you say I have a plethora? A what? A plethora. Oh, yes. <laughs> you have a plethora. Jefe, what is a plethora? Of songs, artists, performers of back in the day that just didn't quite get enough airplay. And most of these songs were really, really good. And the good thing is, Chang, I mean, you know, we have them now. We get to enjoy them now. One of them like the following. Now, the next one is a genre that you, of course, is not your favorite. I'm not going to say hate. Let's I'm saying it off the word, but it's uh, off of the new wave genre. Oh, my God. Well, wait, can, uh, can I get uh, my trash can in the corner of my radio dojo here just in case I have morning sickness? And no one I know is pregnant. Continue with this band. Continue, please. You know what? You might like this. I'm, I'm, I'm quite. I quite don't know if you're going to like this or not. But um, the full version of this song begins with an orchestral introduction, in kind of an Oriental style, and it is a British actor and singer by the name of Murray Head. The song that didn't get enough airplay as I would have wanted, and the whole album called Chess was from Murray Head, and the song is, of course, One Night in Bangkok. Oh, okay. I thought that, it, you know what? You remember it that was song, a very right? catchy tune. I can't say I hated it, uh, but I was intrigued with it. I used to like when the oh, vocal came go. out with that old school uh, microphone sounding. You know, almost like he was a, a train uh, conductor, on yeah. the, you know, letting the passengers know where they're going, load up here. Uh, it was it, it reminded me of a, an old time ragtime song. So I thought it was a pretty cool song myself, my friend. And I thought, you know, given they would have been had more airplay, they could have probably kicked ass because I think that's the style they could have brought back way back then you know just for the nostalgia nostalgia goes a long way with uh style i think in musical taste uh you know the way it gets brought out or the way uh someone looks or carries himself or the way they sing or the way they play look at the stray cats you know all the way back uh to the heyday so that was a good yeah. pick right there yeah. yeah i agree with you they should have got more airplay See what, what kind of chops they would have busted. Oh, well, wow. Hold on a second. No. Ho hold on a second. Are my ears deceiving oh, me? The yes, Chang is I actually okay yes, with one I of am. my picks? Really? Excellent. Excellent. Mm, thank you. Well, I look forward to you liking the the other three of my picks. Mm. Well, well, we'll see. Probably I'm not, not. going to hate. Probably Don't already paint the picture like you were some <laughs> kind of a Bob Ross. I won't. Me. Instead of me okay, being a mountain, I'm the hate mountain. Don't go Bob Ross on me. All right. Now, for those of you who are interested, 
Back to the 80s Radio is opening up our phone lines in the very near future. And we do have a store, by the way. You can get your Back to the 80s sweaters, shirts, hats, mugs, phone covers, etc., etc., by going over to our Facebook page and clicking on the link that will take you to our our little shop of horrors. And uh, you can go ahead and make your purchases. Pretty cool stuff, man. We've got some pretty cool stuff. So go ahead and pay us a visit and get your merchandise from Back to the 80s Radio. We are going to appreciate your support at the end of the road. You're listening to Back to the 80s. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. If it's popular, we do it. Totally awesome. And now, back to the 80s with Toscano and Chang. All right, so from 1983, here's a song from a band that is totally forgotten. The band gets no airplay, if any, at all today. They used to get some. They had a great video that used to come out on MTV in 1983. It's an Australian band. The band is called Real Life. It was a synth pop new wave band. It was also number one in Germany and New Zealand's in the top 100 as well. In the U.S. here, the song was called Send Me an Angel. Send me an angel. Oh, you do remember. 27 weeks. People had really bad taste. Oh, here we go. At one time, and it was really at a great magnitude. Hey, that song sucked. Oh, it's great. We really like it. Okay. It wasn't played anymore, and the... the the album was called Heartland, and nobody ever paid attention to the album, and the album was really, really good with songs like Catch Me, I'm Falling, Under the Hammer, Heartland, and Breaking Point. And then it's got its side B with uh, Open Hearted, Broken Again, Always, Exploding Bullets, and Burning Blue. So there's a lot of stuff there. We just have to listen to the entire album. Underrated band. Do you think maybe the debut album title had something to do with the non-interest. Heartland sounds like a... Something that would be played like in Montana or something Bruce like that? Springsteen, Bruce Springsteen-ish? Bruce yeah. Hornsby. A kind of a, kind of that John Cougar type feel. But yet they were totally the opposite. Maybe, maybe a catchier album title would have been more significant for the type of music they played. I'm just, I'm just going on a limb and saying what you I know. Think. That could be, that could be. Would have, yeah. could have, should have. That could be. Good thing is we do have the music that we can play for you. And as a matter of fact, we are going to play for you in a little bit. So stick around. Chang, balls in your court. Keith Richards and the expensive winos. A couple of albums, good stuff. Didn't get a lot of airplay, but then again, he's a rolling stone. But, I thought more airplay could have lifted that band to, I don't know, maybe take over when the Rolling Stones became the Raisinets. 
Well, just putting that it would out explain there. a lot. Wow, <laughs> you don't have any interest of even. Wow, the name. It's it's good. It's Scary. Keith Richards. It's Come not on, like, hey, just gonna do a line of cocaine while we listen to uh, some expensive winos. Uh, the name alone, expensive winos. Come on. Come on. Come on. Johnny Depp. Expensive wino. <laughs> Keith Richards. I don't think so. Expensive wino. All right. Elon All Musk. right. Expensive wino. <laughs> <laughs> Freddie Fender. Expensive All right. wino. All right. Are you ready for, for my next Please. tune? Please do. So for my second and last forgotten hit, it is a, well, it was a huge hit back when it came out. Uh, written back Shouldn't in 1987. Have been that oh no! Written back in 1987, and it's by definitely a band that was. Uh, I you know what? I don't even remember it ever being played on any other stations that I listened to. The band, of course, is by our dear friend here at Back to the 80s Radio, Mister Millie Matievich, or otherwise known as Milienko Matievich. Steel Heart himself with a song, I'll Never Let You Go. On the one and only Back to the Radio. <laughs> On the one and only Back to the Radio. When did we start this show? Back to the Radio. On the one and only Back to the 80s Radio. Man, that alcohol's fucking strong. Wow. It's back to the wow. radio. For the camera on. Christian, get the keys. We're going back to the radio, puppy.
if you can't wear a spandex jumpsuit, what can you do? This is Back, back to the 80s. Welcome back to Back to the 80s Rodeo with Toscan and Chang's yours truly, Sir Keith Richards. I'm just sitting here with the boys because when I come into town, if I don't do drugs, uh, I'd rather hang with these two chaps. <laughs> okay, it's not a two part. They got some of the best blokes around. <laughs> uh, I love you, bosses. Well, we're doing pretty good, uh, Keith. Thanks for joining us on the show here. You know, unfortunately, as always, you join in at the very last moment, right before we're finished with the show. Toscano, I think he took off. Wow, he just left me hanging there. He just, <laughs> well, he left his headphones with his, his headband. <laughs> he just took off with his sunglasses. You know what's funny? He left the dojo, and it is darker than hell out here. Truly, Sasquatch is out there right now with the darkness as bad it is. as it is. It is. As a matter Surprise of fact, it's so dark that it's time, ladies and gentlemen, before we do our last few songs of performers that were very rarely heard on the radio it's that time of the show where we talk about what made us angry back in the 1980s but in honor of the most wondrous chang right next to me we now call them changries so chang my friend my buddy my compadre what made you changry Back in the 1980s. You know what got me changry back in the 1980s when I would visit 31 Flavors. And I was angry because they used chocolate in four different ways and called them different flavors. You know what else got me changry back in the 1980s? Anybody that wore striped shirts like the Barbershop Quartet and rolled up the sleeves. You know what got me changry in the 1980s? Capri pants. You know what got me changry back in the 1980s? Booty socks lower than the shoe. You know what got me changry in the 1980s? Coors. You know what got me changry in the 1980s? getting carded and I had a mustache. You know what got me changry in the 1980s? Hitting on a guy that I thought was a girl because it smelled like Aquanet. And that, ladies and gentlemen, has been this week's Changries. If you have something that made you angry or you didn't like quite much back in the 1980s and uh, you want to share that with us on the show, go ahead and let us know. Write to us to our Facebook page. Drop us a note at dir directly through our Facebook. And we'll be more than happy to read it here on air. We are talking about the band's artists and performers that didn't get quite enough airplay back in the 1980s. And when we've gone through a ton of them with great music. But Chang, I will leave the ball in your court as we take the final turn as we come down the home stretch of the show. You know who I never thought got enough airplay to see where this band could have and would have went? Berlin. You know, I actually had their first album, and everything on it was pretty badass. Another band, really quick, that I thought, a twofer, is the Motels. Could have got more airplay. 
I thought their sound was pretty dynamic. Could have been, it was very reminiscent of, uh, you know, the old type of uh, vocal and musical approach and her look. All right, well, let me let you go with this one last band on my behalf. The band I'm thinking about had a lot of airplay with one of their particular songs, especially today. I'm going to tell you that their, their songs today, one of them anyway, gets more airplay. It's on YouTube all over the place. Unfortunately, they lost their, their lead singer, Tony Lewis. The band I'm thinking about is The Outfield, an English rock band based out of London. And uh, their song, of course, that reached number one was Your Love. But the song that I'm thinking of that didn't get the, the airplay that I wish they would have gotten is called All the Love in the World from The Outfield. Yeah, they got uh, pop for that one hit wonder. And then they, everybody just got burned out and, and, and taking it out the taking it rather than take it out on the artist uh, they should have gotten a little uptight with the radio stations which <laughs> uh, truly they ended up killing the vibe of what radio really started off to be theater of the mind uh, mental uh, stimulation something that we could unify people and make people feel great from afar but that's another show but yeah good pick my friend nice yeah, and they, they just didn't get enough airplay. I mean, I guess I might have heard them a few times on uh, on, K, on KROQ, on K-Rock. And aside from that, I don't remember where else I may have heard them because they really didn't fit into any of the rock stations. They didn't fit into the hip-hop stations. And they really didn't fit into completely the, the pop stations such as Kiss FM here in L.A. Uh, so they would, like I said, they would only play Your Love. That's it. And that's the reason why we're doing what we're doing with both the show back to the eighties and, and the station, uh, kiss, kiss <laughs> FM. What? <laughs> Who's this kid? I'm, kiss Time to lay off the Woodford reserve. Man, put honey. the cork on it. Susan, get this thing Somebody. out of here. Put the cork on. Somebody get the Buffalo. Somebody get the Buffalo Trace bourbon out of here. Put it on a sixteen foot ladder shelf. This guy won't climb it. <laughs> Jesus, he's wasted. Good thing he's not driving. <laughs> this guy is. Hopefully, he just to crawls to his bed from the the studio. Uh, <laughs> I can smell the alcohol All right, you gotta... here. <laughs> Another band that I thought was not given enough airplay: the Fabulous. Thunderbirds, Texas rock at its finest. The sibling of the late great Stevie Ray Vaughan is as in Jimmy Vaughn. Great band, great sound. They're still touring and making music now, which is great, but they should have gotten a lot more airplay back on uh, terrestrial radio back in the 80s. Hell, now to this day. You know, you have to be very lucky to pick up a a radio station that will cater more or less to that type if you want to typecast his style of music. Yeah, well, it was difficult because here in L.A., you know what kind of buttwads we had here in L.A. back in the day. Yeah, but we also and, had Los Lobos uh, in, in the 80s, which... Here's the funny thing. Los Lobos, now that you bring them up, was heard more than the fabulous Thunderbirds because of their participation in, in the movie of Richie Valens. 
And yes. Los Lobos became huge after that, but only because of the songs in movies. And the Fabulous Thunderbirds, I mean, come on, look, the, their third album was released in, what, 81? And yes. uh, they were considered, I mean, it was a harmonica-laced, what, swamp blue sound. Mm -hmm. A great band, but it just wasn't the music that was going to be heard here in Southern California. So I blame it on that. But they used to open for the Rolling Stones. A lot of the artists we're discussing tonight, I think, are artists that didn't fit the persona or the criteria. The L.A. radio criteria, right? Radio. Uh, here's the, the funny thing, why we're doing this show. These are all artists or bands that fell in the cracks that didn't meet the persona or the had the criteria criteria for terrestrial FM radio. So they got jilted and wilted. What I think that's why we're having a show the way that it's formed right now. All yeah. these cats got ripped off. Yeah, you're exactly Greatness right. Got ripped off. Yeah. And it, it's a ripoff that hopefully by television and whatever means podcasts and even streaming, this is exactly why we do the shows that we do. And we do these shows so that we can reintroduce music of the past, music that you can't hear on stations that are very popular and that you don't hear as often. So... On that note, that's, you know, that's why we do the shows. And we thank you for taking the time to listen. But uh, we're doing our part to keep to keep the 80s alive and to reintroduce the 80s to a whole new generation. I mean, that's our motto here at Back to the 80s. On that note, Chang, here is the outfield with all the love in the world. And everybody who hasn't heard this song, enjoy the 80s because it's right in your face. Back to the 80s radio.
Toscano, I'm going to say my goodnight, and then I'm going to lay it on the line for you to take us out with some, some kind of wisdom that came out of your little genie bottle. Everybody out there, I want to tell you all, everybody, tomorrow is another day. So pick up your bags, make a smile, stand up for something great, stand up high and hard. I bid you all a chantastic weekend, an adios, sayonara. Arrivederci, hasta la vista, hasta mañana, hasta luego. To all my bros and, and my girls down in OC, toodles from the noodles, and to all my homies across the land, Tusky included, orale. On that note, thanks, Chang, and thank you, everybody, who takes their time to listen to Back to the 80s Radio. Please don't forget to leave your ratings and a short review, if you care on whatever platform you listen to us on. And don't forget that there is magic in music. There's magic in the 80s. And there's magic in believing in yourself. And if you can make that happen, you can make anything happen. Have a great weekend, and we'll see you next week on the one and only greatest 80s radio show on Earth. Back to the 80s radio. Take me back to the 80s.